I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Welcome along, Late Tea Time podcast, and it is a major week, so we're with you every day during this forthcoming US Open. It's James and Dave with you, as always, and uh, DT, good to see you. Hello, yes, ready for major number three of the season. They come around thick thick and fast, don't they, at the moment? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I I like it like this. You won't be saying that uh, by about Saturday night, because this is on the west coast of America when it's three in the morning. I might not make it that far. Yes. We'll I may uh, watch the highlights in the morning UK time. <laughs> but uh, we have uh, an interesting one, don't we? Um, the US Open, obviously, Matt Fitzpatrick, the defending champion. And uh, this one's in California, isn't it? Yeah, Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles Country Club, not been to this uh, tournament, this course before. So it's been interesting seeing what the players think of, of it. It's a little bit quirky. It's got five par threes, three par fives. If you've seen some of the visuals, it's, it's quite kind of, kind of scruffy in areas. The greens look very pure. And then there's a few slightly weird yardages, some really long par threes. And then a couple of fairways. Where I, I saw a couple of places. I, I generally don't know how I'm going to hit that fairway because it's bouncing so firm and fast. Right. So, yeah, this could be a real test. So it's bouncing and running off, basically. Um, yeah. So, yeah, going to be tough. Right. Well, I'll give you the, uh, the top end of the... Uh, of the markets then you can see them scrolling across the bottom of the screen as well but to, to win the thing um scotty scheffler he is the uh bookies favorite 13 to 2 for scotty john rahm's in there at 10 to 1 you've got 12 to 1 for brooks kepka uh, rory McIlroy, 16 18 to 1 for patrick cantley and um, victor hovland is in there at 18s as well 20s for xander shaffle and um, cam smith is in there at 30s tyrell hatton's 30s as well jordan speed 30s 
33 to 1 for Max Homer. Colin Morikawa, my mate, he's 35 to 1. Matt Fitzpatrick, who is obviously defending his title there, 35 to 1. And the rest are 40s or bigger. And we're coming to you on a Wednesday. As I said, we'll be with you in between rounds as well, ahead of round two, three, and four. But um, where has the uh, the last few days taken you, DT? I mean, I understand you've got, well, you described it to me as two outright ish picks and then a first round leader pick. Yeah. Uh, so. I suppose the thing this week I've found so far is that you can almost look at every player and think, yeah, they've got a good chance. It's hard to rule anybody out. I suppose the only one I've seen a, a slight negative, and it's come from himself, is Matt Fitzpatrick, who's, who's he just sort of very honestly said, yeah, I'm not playing as well as I was at this time last year. Mm. So that was quite honest. I don't know if you want to take him on in a match bet. Um, he's capable of turning that around, which makes it a bit of a, a dangerous thing to hang on. That is word, he the sort of player that is basically trying to take the pressure off off himself by saying that? Possibly, possibly. He said he's sort of trending, but he tends to sort of be a fairly honest character. I don't think he's got a... I don't think he'd be the world's best poker player. I just think he says it as it is. So, yeah. And obviously, last time it was on a course where he had memories of winning the US Amateur. So, yeah, he might go well, but he's the one that's that's kind of admitted he's not in the same sort of form. Everyone else is sort of saying the right kind of things and... So it's been difficult. So I came down to the idea of who could win and I'd go, oh no, why have I left him out? And it's, it, it's pretty obvious it's going to be Scotty Scheffler because he's playing okay. unbelievably well tee to green, just off the charts. Um, the thing that's not working is his putter. So I guess when, when everyone comes to a new course like this, the, the most reliable thing you can have is to say you're playing tee to green really well because no one's really seen these greens before, so they don't. So that element is taken out a little bit. But who do you, who do you trust tee to green? It's got to be Scotty Scheffler. And if the idea is about controlling your golf ball, because a lot of players are saying if you miss these greens or fairways, you could get unlucky with the lie, and the the recovery shots are difficult. The, the, the man with the most trust out of anybody is Scotty Scheffler. The problem I've got is. You've got the prices scrolling across the screen. What do we have? 13 to 2? Yeah, he's short. He's the favourite. So I've come up with an idea, James, a, a different way to back him. So this is um, your ish then, is it? Or is this yeah, your first round leader market? No, this is my ish. This, this is my my way of getting his price to 10 to 1. Okay. And I'll show you how. <laughs> so I think it's Skybet. There might be a couple of other bookies are betting on who will lead after the third round. Ah, Okay. And Scotty Sheffield's 10 to 1 in that market. And an initial thought might be, well, you know, it might not have unraveled by that stage. But here's, here's some basic facts for you, right? Scotty Scheffler has won five stroke play events on the PGA Tour, but he's had seven 54 hole leads on the PGA Tour. So he, he's ahead after round three more than he is at the end. And then if you, if you look at some of the recent tournaments he's won, so the Players' Championship he won. He was leading that by two shots after 54 holes. So he, he would have won that, that market, the third to lead after third round market. The Phoenix Open where he defended, he was two shots clear after 54 holes in that. So again, he would have won that third round market leader. Last year's Masters, um, he was three shots clear after 54 holes. So basically, you, you get paid out a day early and you get rid of all that sweat and drama on, <laughs> in the final round and you get a bigger price. So what's, what's not to like? Yeah, I mean, I found that on Ozchecker, um third round lead. It's Bet365 and Skybet uh, running those markets. And as you say, 10 to 1 for Scotty Scheffler with Skybet. 
Um, you've got John Rahms there at 12s, Rory McIlroy's 14s. One that might interest me in that market, DT, is Brooks Kepka, who has been in the final group in the last two majors, hasn't he? Yeah. What odds? He's um, Brooks is 14s with Bet365. Yeah, and I suppose that, that's a, a way to look at him as well. Um, just to, if Scotty Scheffler's having a, an on week, he tends to sort of dominate it. Yeah. And he's already showed his hand by the, the Saturday, the third round. We're talking and about Brooks Kepka being in the final group. Scotty Scheffler's been there or thereabouts in the last few majors without necessarily winning them, but he's played well, hasn't he? But, but the thing with that, he didn't go on to win them. So, you know, you, you would have lost your bet. So when yeah. he wins, he's been ahead after the third round. So at, at Memorial recently, he, he kept going, but he he didn't win it, but he wasn't there after 54 holes. So the best predictor of a Scotty Scheffler win is him playing well, you know, dominating the tournament. And he's already got hit the front by the third round. So that's, that's I, I'm happy, not, not happy, but I can let him go at 13 to 2. So how do you play him? Well, I think this is the way to play him for the third round leader at 10 to 1. Yeah. And just going through his record, it, he's leading after 54 holes more than he does after 72. It's quite a simple equation. Yeah. I like it. So Scotty Scheffler goes on to the uh, the betting slip at 10 to 1 to be ahead after 54 holes rather than the 72 for the entirety of the tournament. So uh, he's the first one on. I'm going to just kind of in brackets there, put me Brooks Kepka in there at 14 to 2. So I quite like that. If you've got both of those going for you, you've got two of the um, the big players, haven't you, on your, on your betting slip. So can't be too bad. Um, anyway, the um, I mean, that, that third round uh, leader market is available. Bet 365 Sky Bet. And you've got everybody in there at uh, their various prices. And you can get uh, places too on that. Six places with Skybet, five places with Bet 365. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So that's one of your first rounds. uh, Sorry, one of your um, outright picks-ish in brackets. Um, 10 to 1 for uh, Scotty to be ahead after um, 54 holes. Um, I take it your other one is an outright outright, is it? It's an outright outright, and we'll we'll get to that by um, turning back to yourself and you asking me your usual question at this stage. <coughs> this isn't rehearsed, but I think you know what to DT, say. DT, yes. Colin Morikawa or Victor Hovland? Yes. My two um, friends. Yeah, so we're in California. This is Colin Morikawa's neck of the woods, isn't it? He's, he won a major that we tipped him on this service, didn't we, when he won that... Um, mm-hmm. When he won at Harding Park in the USPGA. So initially you might think it's him, but he's not been playing that great. He's got a bit of a, a back issue. We talked about that. He, he said, watch when he puts his tee peg in, watch him. He's going to sort of squat when he does it. That's, that'll look a bit weird, he says. But in terms of swinging the golf club, it's not too bad. But I just don't think his form's quite there. So, I mean, as, his, as a fan, you can back him. At a price. Well, you just put me off him. Um, I mean, the thing with the back issue is, 
you can be fine one day, but then you wake up the next morning and it's as stiff as a board. If he's, if, especially if he's got a little bit of tension in his body, that'll make it worse. And obviously, a major might make that to kind of exacerbate that that problem. So I'd, I'd probably stay clear of him if he's struggling a little bit. Yeah, I suppose I suppose it's compensated for in the price. He's thirty-five to one when you know a fit and firing Colin Morikawa might be twenties, uh, given that this is in uh, Los Angeles where he's where he's from, but. So you're going, to, you're going to take me down the Victor Hovland route, are you? I can yeah, very much take you down yeah. the Victor Hovland route. Yeah. And when we talk about when we talk about Brooks Kepka being there or thereabouts towards the end of the majors, Victor's been right there, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's gone from this player who used to come like twelfth and thirteenth in majors and not quite get there. Now he's part of the part of the team, isn't he? In terms of who's going to be on that page one of the leaderboard, he was fourth at the Open Championship. Remember that he had a good run there, didn't he? Then he was. Always up there at the Masters, where he was seventh, then runner-up in the PGA. He since won Memorial. That was a firm and fast course, as is this week's course, mm. Los Angeles Country Club. So whatever angle I come from, from, I cannot see him not being right in the thick of it. And given you know that he's a bit of a favourite on this podcast, we've got to back him at 16. He's got plenty of confidence as well, hasn't he? He just picked up yeah. his first title on the PGA Tour. And uh, yeah, he's... He comes in well, there. First, with, yeah, his first title for a while. Yeah, well, it's his first US PGA on the PGA Tour, isn't it? I don't think he's ever. No, 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 no. Uh, I think what you've read there is um, his first on the um, on the mainland. So th- that was his fourth PGA right. Tour win. Okay. Uh, so his other two had been in Mexico and Puerto ah, okay. Rico. So right. it's almost like he's conquered. You know, the sort of when yeah. it goes on tour. Now he's winning on the home, and now he's going to win a, a major on the US. Soil, so yeah, he, he's kind of he, he's getting there in nice stages. Well, just just before we cement him in as our outright pick, he's twenty to one to be ahead after the third round, and he's another one who's been in the final group, yeah. isn't he? Again, it's a, it's another way of looking at it. Um, yeah. you, you could play him that way, um, but Sheffield's the one to do like in the market. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to we, we don't want to sort of reinvent. Golf betting him, so he just bet fifty four holes. It sounded like oh, we live, live yeah, fanatics. Yeah, I, I read something earlier. I only half read it because I got distracted. But about the um, the live people giving um, Rory a hard time because he because Rory's giving them a hard time now they're joining up. They're giving him a hard time back, kind of thing. That yeah. When, when you say live people, who do you mean? The the people, well, the people, the players, the chief chief executive of Live, but. Um, Sure, Rory can handle that. Oh, I'm, I imagine he's he's fairly used to that by now. But actually, just before we finish off with Victor, the uh, it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic, isn't it? Because this is the first uh, major since that announcement, and we've we've always talked ahead of the majors, well, the last year or so, um, about Patrick Reed, Phil Mickelson coming in with something to prove. Yeah. Now they're all going to be best buddies again, aren't they? Well, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I do. I mean, we, we hit the bar, didn't we, with Tommy Fleetwood last week? That was a uh... That was a, a bit of a gut wrench, that one, wasn't it? When he we put him up at 22 to 1 and he lost in a playoff, having um, had chance to, to win that. Although, if if he had won, we wouldn't have seen Adam Hadwin uh, rugby mm. tackled by a security guard. So, there was. That was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, marvellous. <laughs> That security guy, he did nothing wrong there because he saw somebody coming towards the players with something he was going to kind of spray at them or, or fire at them. And he basically didn't recognise him and took him down, didn't he? <laughs> took him out, yeah. <laughs> It's wonderful. Our, our friend Pete Farris said, uh, I saw him tweet something, I will watch that every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> I can see why. If you saw the players, because he was coming out to congratulate them, wasn't he? And you yeah. saw that, they were laughing their heads off at it. Ah, it's just a classic moment, isn't it? Yeah. 
And then as Adam Hadwin's wife said, in true Canadian style, Adam Hadwin apologised to the security guard. So they are nice people, aren't they, the Canadians? <laughs> Um, um, so Victor Hovland, he's going in there as yeah. the outright pick. He's, I mean, he's eighteen to one DT, but that's for five places with Bet yeah. Victor and with Ten Bet, and you can get him at sixteen to one, eight places with eight 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 Sport, four and, and eight places with Bet three six five and Sky Bet. You get ten places with Paddy Power and William Hill at fourteen to one. Where are we going? Yeah, we'll go sixteen. I mean, I think he's going to win, so eight places is enough, really. Uh, I, I tweeted on our at late tea time pod Twitter feed after he won his um, PGA um, the other day. My mate Colin, the, yeah, blah blah blah, whatever. And um, he's yeah, he's got to be worth a look, hasn't he? Because he is playing brilliantly. So, so I mean, we go down the last maybe ten years. There's so many majors. I know you've had a few repeat winners like Kapka, Rams won his second, but there's so many just gone to new players, and you always get a new raft of major winners, isn't it? He's very much right there, isn't he? He's the next big player to get a win. He's done all that groundwork. I mean, back at the end of 2021-22, he won three times in five starts. Mm. Uh, so with a win under his belt, I just think he's, he's got well, a massive chance. It's difficult for me, DT, because when I invite them around for dinner and Colin's one side of the table and Victor's the other, it's always something Colin's got above Victor. It'd be nice to get that levelled up a little we'll bit. Get Victor, out, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Victor needs two wins, doesn't he? Because Colin's got two majors, but yeah, yeah this will be the first. Um, US Open, it always feels to me like this is the one that actually maybe does baptise a new one more often than the others. Am I right with that? Or um, I think it's seven of the last ten have gone to new players. Mm. Uh, so Kepka's won it a couple of times. Um, well, you, can tell, you can tell from the question, I've not researched that question very strongly. Yeah. But it I should know. It does, yeah. does feel like... Uh, a new player wins that more often than not. Yeah, I mean, we've had the last... Matt Fitzpatrick was a new winner last time. It was Rams' first major win and some other ones off the top of my head that uh, I can't remember now. But yeah, it, generally, yeah, it, it's a good major for a first-timer. And Victor Hovland is so much that first-timer, isn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, I, if he wins, it, you know, we, we cannot let him go and back in this major 16-1. to 1. I remember when we did the uh, the year preview one Christmas with Ben Coley and yourself. I think both of you at that stage were very keen on Victor to to make a move and and win something at some stage. It's maybe taken a little bit longer. He's tried, got yeah. close. But his okay. time's got to come soon. Yeah, and just just thinking now on this seems a long time ago, but do you remember on this podcast we put up Bryson DeChambeau to win the US Open? Yes, two thousand and twenty. I think at twenty five to one. So. We've got quite a nice record in this event, so hopefully Victor can keep it going. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting. With James Butler and Dave Tindall. Right, we go back to the uh, the first round leader market then for your final pick of the preview. I'll give the, the top end to you. I mean, it's no surprise that Scottish Scheffler's favourite in that as well, 18s. Um, John Rahm, 22s, 25s for Brooks Kepka, 25s for Rory, 30 for Patrick Cantlay, Victor Hovland, 33s, the rest bigger, obviously. You've got a pick for this one. Yeah, looking at the weather forecast, it looks to be that the wind picks up a bit in the afternoon. So the latest one I've seen, we're recording this uh, Wednesday evening UK time, we've got about five mile an hour winds in the morning, but more like 10 in the afternoon. Right. Plus... You know, if it's a firm, fast course, it's only going to dry out as the day goes on. So I think the the best chance for first round leader bets comes from the morning wave. So the man I'm going to pick is Ricky Fowler, a local Californian. 
He's out at 8.02 local time. That's Pacific time, eight-hour difference uh, for the UK. So, yeah, he, he's in brilliant form. Well, not, maybe brilliant's a bit exaggerating, but he's in really good form. He's top 20 every week. He's getting himself in the top 10 now. And he's got a bit of a history in this event of playing well on the first day. So looking looking back at Erin Hills in 2017, um, he had a, he had the first round lead with a 65 at Pebble Beach, another California event. Um, he was second after day one. He's got another couple of uh, top tens uh, on day one of US Open. So US Open in his backyard on a course that I think he'll enjoy because it's you know it, it calls for some creativity which he likes. You know, he's got a good record in the Open and the Masters. Um, I think he can go well, and I've seen fifty-five to one. With I was going to say the it's, it's, this is a very easy one. You know, sometimes I ask the question, "Which way we're going to go with this one?" It's the best price with the best number of places. Fifty-five yeah. to one, seven places with Coral. Um, yeah, you so, can't go too wrong with that, can you? No. So uh, we're looking at a player who starts well in this tournament. Who's really in form. He's got a good tee time. I did see. Uh, a tw- I think he got to the property quite early. That he seemed to be playing a practice round quite early Monday morning. Um, don't know if he got there before then, but you know, he's been here a while. Uh, so, yeah, so many uh, upticks in his game of late. Seems to be doing everything well, and just a bit reluctant yet to think he'll he can win um, a major. But he can certainly start fast in one, and fifty-five to one's a good price. Absolutely. So we're looking at uh, Scotty Scheffler then. Rather than take him to win the thing, he's thirteen to two to win the tournament. Ten to one to be ahead after the third round, um, with a little bracket there for uh, Brooks Kepka and Victor Hovland. Fourteens, twenties. Pick, pick, pick whichever one you like. And there's plenty of players in this event, but we fancy uh, Scotty ten to one to be the third round leader. Victor Hovland on the outrights to win his first major. Sixteen to one for my mate Victor, and then finally Ricky Fowler, a resurgent. Ricky Fowler um, to be the first round leader in California 55 to 1 seven places with Coral so uh, yeah the picks ahead of the tournament of course we'll be back DT in between rounds for kind of the in play tournament betting as well yeah so I don't want to put too many bets down at this stage because um, so we've we've got plenty more to come plenty more podcast daily podcasts coming out I just quickly jumping back to uh to Scotty Scheffler, part of his interview, quite a few questions about his putter. He seems to be trying out a new putter, or not particularly new in terms of make, but just a bit bigger than his normal one. And he, he was kind of teasing the press saying, you'll find out on Thursday. But if he just puts half well and his long game stats are just off the charts at the minute. Yeah. So hopefully that can make a little bit of a difference then. That's all, all it'll take. And in terms of his mindset, with all the other stuff going on, I, I do kind of wonder, is Rory still thinking about this live kind of deal? Is, is John Rahm's been kind of rumoured to be always off to live, isn't he? So he's got some stuff swirling in his head. Scottie Sheffield just doesn't bother with, with it all. Um, he just says, I don't like to overthink. So quite a nice way to go through life. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's, it's a good way for a golfer to be. You know, if he was a, a real thinky player, I think his putting might be in his head a bit more. I just think with him, it's just like, well, it wasn't so great last time, but I'll probably be fine. So, yeah, see, uh, I think it'll be all right. Do, do you see Rory was playing with um, Justin Rose, I think, the other day, and uh, they were walking down the first fairway, started talking about Liv, and then they both agreed not to mention it for the rest of the round and then talk yeah. about it in the bar later or whatever because they didn't want it to get in their heads. So it's obviously yeah. there, isn't it? It's obviously in their heads, isn't it? They're just trying yeah. to pretend it isn't in their heads, but I genuinely don't think Scottie Scheffler's... Given at the time of day, he's here to play golf and to win a major. 
so yeah fingers crossed well please gamble responsibly everybody as I say we'll be back in between rounds and for the US Open 2023 so from me and DT good evening to you all we'll see you again tomorrow well no, not tomorrow is it when we will see you again what time uh, are we doing these DT because they finish well, early morning so we'll have to do a movie yeah, morning won't we it's going to finish about 3am yeah so but I'm not setting my alarm for half past 3 in the morning I don't I'll know your sleep patterns, what they're <laughs> going to be. So, yeah, so we'll see. So, yeah, we'll come to you uh, after, the f- after the first round at some stage. Gamble responsibly, and we'll see you soon. Cheers, all. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Podcast Network.